Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Great potential without a matching character is equal to great collapse. And authority without integrity will result in calamity. Yes, Pastor Francis Aubin, proclaiming Praise God's might to you today. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you for bringing us thus far. Pray for your presence to saturate us this morning as we go into your word. Bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Right, so we're reading a scripture in Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 2. This is our month of faith, and we are going to consider something very important. Praise the Lord. I believe strongly that as children of the Lord, we have already been blessed. Say, my son, forget not my law, verse 1, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days, a long life and peace shall they add to thee. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? Please take your seat. My son, forget not my law. Very powerful. But let thine heart keep my commandments. Very anointed. Then the benefits are there. For in them are what length of days. I see that as very, very powerful. How many of you want long life? You want long life? Is there anybody here who doesn't want long life? Why are you too serious this morning? In so the word of God produces length of days long life peace to the life of an individual people who dwell on the word of god live their lives on the frequency of god's word these are benefits that come to them so every child of god must have their focus on the word of God. Most of the things that we chase after, Solomon says, we chase after the wind because they don't have in them the ability to give us some of the things we desire to have. Now, in verse 26 of the same Proverbs chapter number 3, the Bible makes us understand that for the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot 
from being taken. Is it powerful? Tell somebody, the Lord shall be thy confidence. One more time, one more time. Tell somebody, the Lord shall be thy confidence. Shall be thy confidence. Praise the Lord. I'm speaking to you briefly about confident faith. Confident faith. If you like, you can call it faith and confidence. Or faith is confidence. But this is what I want us to consider. Confident faith. You know, God never intended his children to beg, plead, and begin for his promises to be fulfilled in their lives. His endless desire is that you will experience the full manifestation of every promise in his word. That we are not beggars because we are children. We are heirs. So we don't come to God to beg. God's desire is that we will manifest or appropriate all the promises without any kind of inferior living or begging and all of that. It's his desire to bless us. But confidence is very important that we learn from here that the Lord shall be thy confidence. And because of that, he shall keep thy foot from being taken. Very powerful. Every child of God must have confidence in God. Confidence in the word of God. What is confidence? Dictionary, I believe, or I should think, defines confidence as trust in something or someone. Simple. You have trust in something or someone or believe in something or someone. So, as I'm standing here right now, this is a podium. I am confidently standing here because I believe that this podium can carry my weight. So have confidence in the podium. Then, if somebody were to say he will carry me, I should just check. When you tell me, some of you now, when you tell me you will give me $10,000 now, it will be a prayer point for me. But for some others, when they tell me they will give me $100,000, I'll go to sleep because I know it's a done deal. I have confidence in them. So what you trust in and who you trust in, dictionary says, is confidence. We trust in the Lord. So the Lord is our confidence. Praise the Lord. The Lord is our what? The Lord is our confidence. He shall be thy confidence. And shall keep thy foot from being taken. I will use this scripture later on. But what is the essence of the foot of a man? That you'll be able to stand. Your feet give you the ability to stand and walk. So he says that when the Lord is your confidence, you are able to stand in life and you are able to walk and make progress. 
Praise the Lord. When the Lord is your confidence, you're able to stand. When you see people who are not able to stand in anything, you check their confidence. What their confidence is built on. So our foot shall not be moved. It shall not be taken. The Lord is my help. So in whatever I find myself in, I know that my foot will not be moved. He's my confidence. So confidence is the quality which leads you to stand up under or endure adversity. That's the quality a child of God needs. It causes you to undertake a difficult task with diligence because you have confidence and that confidence is sponsored by God. Okay, so you will never take a firm standing for something without confidence. Tell somebody confidence is important. Especially confidence in the Lord. I'm not hearing you. Tell somebody especially confidence in the Lord. It's very, very, very important. Praise the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, NIV. Look at what the Bible says. Hebrews 11 1 in NIV. It says, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Being sure of what we hope for. Check, there's one translation. Say, faith is confidence. And give me that translation. So, another term for confidence is boldness. Say boldness. Are you, are you, are you, are you blessed you are in the house of God? It's boldness. In fact, boldness can often be used interchangeably with confidence when talking about spiritual principles. So many people are not bold. They are not confident even though they speak in tongues. They come to God asking for things. They do things in the name of the Lord. And they miss their reward because they are short of this thing called confidence. May you receive confidence this morning in Jesus' name. NLT says that faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Is it powerful? Say faith is the confidence. Tell somebody when confidence is out of your heart. Your faith is empty. So you need confidence. As a definition of your faith. In other words, your confidence in God defines the potency of your faith. Faith is the confidence. When I'm praying or when I pray. What makes me relax is the confidence that the prayer is answered. I'm not double-minded. I'm not uncertain as to whether it will be answered. You know, there are people who pray and they want to have a certain feeling. They want to have a certain atmosphere. I'm preaching on. So if that feeling or atmosphere is not there, they don't feel like the spirit came. There must be some goosebumps 
She says, Bibi, you are, you are a very fleshly person. That's why, and it happens to leaders. That's why you even see a, a leader, maybe a service coordinator, sometimes even pastors, who come and say, and say today I don't feel the presence in the worship. How, why should you feel? Why should you feel the presence? I'm preaching now. All your mind is on feelings. It's good that sometimes that you can feel the presence. It's, it can be that you feel the presence. But feeling is, is in the mind. So in a service, whilst one person is not feeling it, another person is feeling it. So if we follow the feeling, we will have problems. And sometimes you are not feeling it because it's not your favorite song. Or you don't even know the song in the first place. And somebody too is feeling it because they just sang the first line of the song that has been on their heart all day. And they really felt like the worship leader is really in the spirit. I preach it all. So, but, but it's a feeling is it's a very base requirement. It's a baby level for ascertaining what is good. Feeling. It's like tasting. Like an adult doesn't eat because of the taste of the food. You eat because you eat to survive. You eat to sustain life. But a child will say, the food is not nice. Feeling. That's why some of you have succeeded in creating stomach ulcer for yourself. Some of us, they will chew meko, pepper, salt, and boiled cassava. Where is the feeling? Some of you from good homes who ask the child, what will you take? Indomie. What will you take? Indomie. What will you take? Indomie. Growing up, no choice for me. That's why I don't have issues with ulcer. I don't have issues with anything. You'll be able to have a feeling. Feeling everywhere. So worship leader is really in the spiritual. But because you are not feeling. And feeling is problematic because the state of your mind or even the conditions in your body will determine whether your feeling will be a happy one or a, a subdued one. Praise the Lord. And to a large extent. It does not matter how the song is powerful, for example, or lovely, or whatever. If you are ha- having a trouble in your tummy, your concentration will be in the trouble spot than what is happening in the environment. The same way people pray. They want to have a certain feeling if they don't feel like crying. It doesn't look like the prayer is really going. I don't go to God praying, trying to have a particular feeling. When I'm talking to my mother, I don't need a, when you're talking to your boyfriend, you want some feeling. Your girlfriend, you want some, you know, feeling. It's like sometimes when your mother calls, cries, it's like it's stress for you. 
when your girlfriend calls eh, or when the call has not come the girlfriend is going to say something nonsense so, and bring you cost and, and your heart is happy to receive that call and your mother is calling to tell you something important but there is no feeling for your mother So when you're dealing with a parent, father, son, mother, daughter relationship, there is not feeling is zero. We de- I deal with my mother, my father based on my position as a child and what my position gives me as privileges, rights, and provisions. Praise the Lord. So when I'm hungry, I go to my mother, I ask my mom, mom, food. You don't even say, please, can I have all those semantics? Hungry man, a hungry man. I'm talking to your mother, no feeling in it. It's a straightforward distance. When you're talking to your mother, you don't care plenty. When you're talking to your girlfriend, you are, you are you're choosing your words very well. When you're talking to your brother, you, do, you are not, you are careful, you are careful, you are not careful about this matter. But you are talking to somebody you are trying to woo, toast. You're very careful. Same size of a girl as your sister. You are careful talking to the girl. You are not careful talking to your sister. Feeling is zero on the side of your sister. Very high on the side of the girl. You see, some people are making their face as if I'm not preaching. But I know what I am saying that you see, faith is confidence. Confidence doesn't always deal with feelings. I'm confident that when I'm speaking to the Lord, I'm not begging. No. I'm not begging. I'm speaking and I know that it's done because I know he hears me. We'll get there. But let me just draw the foundation. That when you are walking in covenant, that should inform and build your confidence. A man in covenant walks in confidence. The circumstances do not determine your expected result. Your result must determine the circumstances you seek to create around you. Is it powerful? So when I come before God, I'm not looking for goosebumps. I'm not looking for all those things. I talk to God. Father, thank you. Don't you see how I pray? I pray like I'm joking. You see the way. Father, I pray in Jesus' name. As I'm coming to speak your word, it's already anointed. It's in my heart. That the word is, is I pray that there shall be anointing upon the word. And the word is already anointed. You see, if you see some people are about to preach, how they really anoint the word with their praying. You say, wow. Some of us, we don't preach the Bible crowd. They are now anointing the word. But the Lord is faithful. Shout praise the Lord. Are you here with me? So I've, I've heard people ask, um, I know I have faith, yet my faith doesn't seem to produce anything for me. 
what is the reason why is it that i know i have faith pastor but my faith doesn't produce anything for me he said faith is the confidence is the confidence so confidence is the force that launches your faith tell somebody confidence is a force that launches your faith praise the lord is the force so trying to operate your faith without the force of confidence is trying to take off an aeroplane that has no engine or trying to drive a car that has no engine there's probably nothing wrong with the structure of the plane or the car it is simply missing a crucial element so the structure of your faith might not be problematic it might be that there is no engine inside your faith are you here it's not every car parked outside there that can move so when you have faith faith has certain ingredients if if you look at the scripture we just read the nlt look at that i I might not be able to preach this message but let me just drop it somewhere wherever i get to close right faith is a confidence that we have hope for faith is a confidence that what we hope for will actually what happen it gives us assurance about things we cannot see so faith has confidence has hope has assurance give me um king james look at this just watch king james now faith is the substance say faith has got substance do you see that the confidence was in a place of substance in the other place so one of the substances that makes your faith complete is confidence it's like cooking soup with every ingredient minus salt he said the, the soup will be tabalabalize do you know tabalabalize it's an arabian version of tabalaba Please put the scripture there. <laughs> it's the substance of things hoped for. So faith has substance. One of the things I believe God to teach is the substance of faith. And I've started. The substance of faith. Confidence. It's one of the substances of faith. Hope. If somebody says he has faith and he doesn't have hope. He doesn't have the evidence of what he's looking for. So faith has got hope. Faith has got evidence of things not seen. So one of the, you can take it, one of the substances of faith is confidence. Is what? Talk to me. It is what? Confidence in God. That I am confident that giving my first fruit, something will happen. Paying my tithe. I have confidence that something will happen. And I'm not waiting on any feeling. 
when I'm walking on this platform, it doesn't occur to me that I'll fall. Because I have already trusted that it can carry me. Are you following now? But when you are on something that is shaky, you are not stable. So one of the things faith wants you to have is confidence. That's why I'm saying that faith is what shoots, confidence is what shoots your faith into action. It's the force. And so having faith minus confidence is like trying to drive a car without an engine. The structure is there. The doors are there. The body, everything is there. The steer and everything is there. But it's missing a crucial ingredient. There's no car without an engine. Without an engine, it doesn't matter how beautiful the car is. It's not moving. So you can say you have faith. If you don't have works, one of the ingredients of faith is works. If you don't have works, it does not matter how powerfully theologically your faith is, it will be equal to deadness. One of the things God wanted to have is confidence so that when you spark your faith, you hear terrain and you cannot move. Say confidence sparks my faith to move. Praise the Lord. And so confidence is boldness. So, confidence is like a container. Like, if you believe that your faith is words, confidence is like a container that you put your words into. Faith comes by hearing. So, faith is a word. Confidence is a container, is the force that will help you to put. It's like when you're having water in a pitcher or a bowl, and then you have a glass, and then the glass is empty, confidence is that thing that will help you, to, the force that will help you to transfer the water in the picture to the glass. So you can have words that are empty words. I'm healed, but it's empty. You know, some people pray from the point of fear. Some people pray from the place of anxiety. That's what the Bible says. Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, with what? Prayer and what? Supplication. Make your request what? God knows that anxiety is one of the key reasons why people don't have answered prayer. And there are many people praying. That's why you're always crying. In prayer. It's good to cry in prayer. I wish I'll be crying all the time. But the tears don't. <laughs> God doesn't see the tears. He sees the faith. Praise the Lord. You work in the hospital. You see a lot of people panicking. Whenever you are anxious, you don't have control over the matter. See, so somebody is in, a, in an emergency ward. He's already panicking. You are not a doctor. Some of them, because of the anxiety, they don't even give the medical personnel the peace of mind to treat the patient the way they themselves. Their expectation is that the patient will be well, but the anxiety does not allow them to allow the medical personnel to give them the patient the best treatment. They will engage the 
medical personnel and all kinds of anxious, no confidence. Especially when they see that the doctor is one tiny person. Hey, no way, so I don't come about But the thing is not in the body now. Elephants will be doctors. If it's in the body. Some people, when they come to church, they see pastor small like this. The man must have beard, must be pregnant, you know, with a big cross. With a big apostolic ring. It's a seal of his apostolic calling. So when they, I mean, if they didn't know that I'm the pastor and assuming I sat somewhere in the congregation and say, let's welcome the man of God, they'll be expecting some humongous, powerful man be. Maybe they'll be, they'll be assuming Dr. Mensah is the pastor here. Uh, Robert, stand. See, this guy is like Goliath. So they will be expecting somebody like God. Somebody like this will be very, very powerful. So for many people, their confidence is in the sensual realm. What they see, what they hear, what is said to them, and all of that. But your confidence must be built. Pastor, are you here? must be built on something stronger than what you see or feel. Confidence is very powerful. That you have given your first fruit, Satan will come. I'm telling you. (laughs) Satan will surely what? Hey! So if confidence doesn't rise up and propel your faith, It will never reach its destination. Your faith will not reach your destination. And so you can say words and words are not enough. Tell somebody words are not enough. Even acting on those words is not enough. You must have confidence in those words for them to have the power to change your circumstances. That's why you see some people say I've confessed the scriptures. I don't know what to do again. The fact that you don't know what to do again simply tells that you lack confidence in what you are saying. Because someone who is confident in something does not care how many times or rounds they repeat that particular process. Because they trust and know that it will work. Are you following this thing? Confidence is a force that energizes and activates your words. And just because you say something doesn't mean those words are full of confidence. Words are important, but words alone cannot change your circumstances. Praise the Lord. So, because I'm confident... I can do a process over and over and over and over again because I know the end result before I even started. 
If you are praying and you don't know the end result of your prayer, you are giving tithe. You don't know the end result of the tithe you are giving. You are giving first fruit. You don't know the end result. Wow. It's, it's like sitting in an examination room and giving an answer to a question that you are not sure is the answer. You don't write with joy at all. But when you know the answer, you can write and write and write and write and write and write. And you know that even if the lecturer is mad, he will mark you right. Many believers lack confidence in God. That's why your faith is not working. That's why you have been believing God for some things. And it's not working. Because without confidence, you can easily be shaken off. Praise the Lord. When Goliath saw David appear, he was confused. Because Bible says that, and when Goliath took his spear and cursed David, Bible said, David ran to him. So the guy said, hey, who is this? <laughs> can you imagine when you believe you are so powerful and a, a tiny guy runs to you. He looks like he knows something you don't know. David took the fight to Goliath. Everybody saw Goliath. They said, he's too big to, to, to beat. He's too big to defeat. Everybody ran away. David said, he's too big for me to miss. The guy ran to him with confidence. This big thing, my stone cannot miss him now. <laughs> he ran to him confidently. Goliath was confused. One of the things that confuses Satan is not the different vocabs your tongue assumes. Kudabahatas. Adiria Mahando Kotoba. Saikatiya. Taita, taita, taita. Changing gears. With your tongue, psycho, psycho, psychata, Honda, Honda, Mr. Bishi. As if you want to buy the latest Honda. No. Onomatopoeia. It's a word. Don't confuse anybody. It's confusing people. The confidence with which you do the things you do is an expression of your faith. When a lion is chasing a, 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 a deer or let's say an antelope, one of the things that makes the lion to continually pursue because the antelope, an antelope is faster than a lion. But one of the reasons why a lion will continually pursue a particular antelope is because of lack of confidence in the run of the antelope. When the antelope is running and doesn't have confidence, animal scientists say that it secretes some hormones and the lion can smell it. Can smell that this guy running is afraid. No children are rough. So he just leaves every other person. He just tracks 
the smell of the hormones to the one that is afraid. He said, macho. Some people are praying, but they are giving Satan a traffic indication that <laughs> I'm packaged, or I'm just packaged, but there's no engine. And Satan will be, as we are praying, Satan will be looking into the heart of everybody. Which one is making loud noise? No engine. And some of you have given your first reset. Hmm. <laughs> You cannot live your life like that now. You must know that it works from the beginning. Bible says God knows the end from the beginning. And we operate as God. So before you start, the end must be in your view. So I, I know that this thing works. It's the reason why I've stepped into it. I'm not stepping into it trying to see what it can bring me. I'm stepping into it knowing what it has already given me. And that is what causes me to walk in confidence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, praise the Lord. Have you seen that people who are trying to be pregnant, as long as they are anxious, the pregnancy doesn't come. I mean, you're trying to have sex to be pregnant. You play your tricks uh, and you show up in your village. Maba. It doesn't work. As as the whatever is going on, your mind is that with the egg, where are you? Meet the stain. Meet it. So you'll be missing. Empty net. You've been playing over the bar. But people who are doing this thing and they are not anxious, they just they just keep they just become pregnant. Some of them are not even expecting the pregnancy. But the thing just happens. Are you following this thing? So most people who look for children for a long time, it, they, most of the time they get pregnant when they are not even expecting it. When they have just closed their mind that okay, it will happen. Some way, somehow, by the time they know, they, some things are working in them. Most of them think they have malaria. They go and do tests here and there. There's nothing now. There's somebody who throw a guess. Okay, yo, let's try pregnancy. By the time they know, it's day. That when you are not confident about something, it, it affects your results. So you've given your first fruit and you are doing one eye like this. I'm spying whether this February hunger will catch me. The people I'm owing, whether they will come up and insult me. Oh boy. This thing doesn't work like this. So when you give, you protect your sacrifice or the birds will take it away. And confidence that I've done something that's going to work for me in the year. It's going to work. Tell somebody it's going to work. I can't hear you at all. Tell somebody it is already working. It's very important that if you are a child of God, 
You walk in the confidence of your faith. In the what? Tell somebody, walk in the confidence of your faith. So today as we come to wave our first fruit before the Lord, you need to be confident about it. Look at somebody by your side, tell them, be confident about it. Now, in Habakkuk chapter 3, 17 and 18, look at a man that has confidence, how he behaves. Habakkuk 3. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no head in the stalls. Yet, say yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my word, salvation. It's too powerful. This is confidence that this man has a garden. His crops have failed. His livestock it's destroyed. Nothing is going right. But what is his response to these dire circumstances? Yet. His response is what? I can't hear you. It's what? Look at the verse. The last verse he said. The last verse. Look at it. He said, the next verse. 18. He's painted a bad gloomy picture. And now he says yet. Tell somebody yet. That should be your response. If you are confident, that should be your response. He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God who can save. Even though everything doesn't seem right. Circumstances are negative. They are not looking the way I was expecting them to look. But yet, I will rejoice. So when a human being sees you doing that kind of thing, you think you are mad. You are not responsible. You don't care. How can you be rejoicing in the midst of your crops are not doing well, your animals are not doing well, the land is dry for you and you say, yet I will rejoice. What are you rejoicing for? Why is he so optimistic in the face of incredible adversity? He said, the Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet like the hind's feet. And he will make me to walk upon my high places. Praise the Lord. Is that not powerful? Come on now. Is that not powerful? Let's read down. Let's read down. 18, 19. He said, his confidence said, the Lord God is my what? Why is he rejoicing? Because the Lord God is my what? It's my strength. And he will make my feet like the hind's feet. And he will make me to walk upon my high places. And he said, this one is today, chief singer. He's writing to. So this one, they write you to somebody. They write you to some Aaron in the house. Somebody who is seeing circumstances different from your expectation. He said, I should come and Read these writings unto you. That when everything seems to be going wrong. Against what you have heard. That 
offering your first fruit will bring. I should come and tell you that you must get to that point where you know that the Lord God is your strength. And that he will make, say he will make. Yet is a word that signifies potentiality. I don't have the thing yet. The thing I will have it too. But I don't have it what? Yet. It's like some of you, maybe by 25th, somebody could ask you, have you been paid? Not yet. You know you'll be paid. But it has not come yet. But you're expecting it. So when somebody uses yet, that person is highly optimistic. Is highly expectant of some good that will come. Praise the Lord. So, that person is unshaken. Why is he unshaken? The Lord is my strength. Why is he unshaken? He will make my, he will make the thing work. He will make my feet like the hinds feet. Do you know the hinds feet? That whilst I am here and I look like Mr. Go Slow, when God is ready for me to move, he will make me become one of the fastest you can ever think about. So even though I'm here, it's, it looks like I'm last. That's why it's possible for the last to become first. Because their confidence is in God. And when God comes, He is the destination. God is the destination. So whoever has gone ahead of you, once God comes, you are there. They will come and meet Ahab went to meet um, Elijah in Jezreel now. Meanwhile, he set off before Elijah. But when the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, he had run his chariot. He said, he will make my feet like the hinds feet. It does not matter who has gone ahead of you. When you are confident in God, the power of God will make your feet like the hinds feet. And I'm telling you, the reality of the fact is that naturally speaking, giving your first salary to God, first three months of the year is going to be like you are Mr. Goslo. Because if your source of income, naturally, is just one source, it looks like your February salary will have to do some controls that um, January has brought. Alright? So you'll be living lean. But when God, when God says, now it's time, let's go. Oh boy. He will make your feet like the hinds feet. The hinds feet also it's a special feat. The hind is like a mountain goat. That is able to run up the mountain without slipping. Are you following? That when the hind is going, climbing the mountain, he has the, the design of his feet. is in such a way that it doesn't slip back. And the high places of the world, they are very slippery. People just fall down and all of that, not for the hind. He just goes like he's running on a flat ground. Pa, 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 pa. That's when you walk in confidence and God's power is engaged. You begin to run faster. And where people take time and people are, are thinking about how to go about it, that becomes your normal way of operating. You just climb without going back. Confidence goes forward without slipping back. Are you following now? 
Somebody say, I'm going to climb up. That's why he says, I'm going to walk in my high places. How many of you are going to walk in your high places this year? So when you are declaring that I'm rich, I'm prosperous, it's, don't do it with empty heart. Do it in confidence. The prayer that moves heaven is the one that is said in confidence. Look at Elijah. He's on top of the mountain. He has heard that there's going, to, there's going to be a sound. There's a sound of the abundance of rain. He heard. He didn't see. He heard. Then he went to the mountain. Whilst he sat on the mountain and took his posture, he told the servant, go and look at what is happening in the clouds. The guy went. And because he's a sensual guy, he said, nothing is happening. But the man of confidence is not shaken by that report. Nothing is happening. Doesn't shake the man of confidence. He said, go again. I'm sure by the fourth time, the guy bore. Boy, he said, all these masters. We'll be sending somebody, go come, go come, go come, go come. What is this? It is because of confidence that Elijah kept telling the guy that, look, go one more time. Because my faith, the way my faith is locked in God, he cannot tell me there is a sound of abundance and we are seeing shortage. Today is the day that abundance will happen. And even though you are not seeing anything, this thing is going to happen. Praise the Lord. Are you following this thing at all? So when the guy came the seventh time and said, I see something small like the hand of a man. Say, hey. uh-huh. A man of confidence must not see something big. Something big. He can just hang on a little thread of hope. Knowing that the, the storm is behind the small thing I am seeing. So once he saw that small thing, he told, go and tell Ahabo, there's a storm coming. I saw something small, but a storm is behind that small thing. And it's a confidence that kept him in that place of prayer. Without confidence, you keep changing position. Keep changing posture. Today you say, I will not bow. Tomorrow you go and negotiate. Hey. Did I say something? Wow, see which I boy, no. Whoa, six months to be unbiased. She start going back small, small. How are you? Just checking up on you. <laughs> hey, Pastor knows what you have been doing. I'm prophesying, eh? My dear daughter, I will prophesy even the more now. Look at somebody tell them, be confident in God. Because without it, the faith will not work. That's why when Elisha told Captain um, Naaman to go and dip five times or seven times. How many times? Seven times in the Jordan. God had to give him a servant who had to work on his confidence. Now, without the work, the the servant did on him. 
It was not going to happen. The prophet heard well, instructed well, but it was not going to happen. The servant said, if they told you to do something hard, won't you do? This one that you say, they say, go and bath. And you'll be fine. Seven times. He said, hmm. He said, I mentioned, I don't have confidence in this Jordan at all, at all. There are better rivers where I'm coming from, which I can bath and be well. Abama and Fapa. Abana and Fapa. They are there. Better. I don't have confidence in Jordan. Jordan doesn't flow. It smells. It stinks. Like somebody can come here and say, okay, what is it? What is it? All these keepers are keepers. What is it? What is it? Because there's some Abama somewhere. You are confident in some prayer camp. So when he come and pastor is preaching like this. Okay. And when you stay here for a while let's work on your confidence <laughs> tell someone we are working on your confidence say if you would throw what distance you know away and believe that jumping seven times in this river will bring you the result you are looking for. You have it. I'm sure, you know, a military man can accept that kind of mindset because he's used to receiving instructions. His problem was a confidence in what he was told. His problem was in his prejudice. I thought he would come out. He had his own formula. One of the things that will kill your confidence is how you want the thing to be done. I gave money. I must receive money. You will not receive money all the time. When you give money, God will find different ways of prospering you. Praise the Lord. Some of us have brought our shrine mentality to church. You know, when you go to shrine, they say, kill a goat. By the time you go home, the witch is dead. Or the money is on the table. So, you know, shrine is sharp, sharp. You just kill the goat. By the time you go home, the dwarf has brought the money there. So, when he came to church and said, plant a seed, God will give you a miracle in 24 hours. You planted the seed, and you were like, uh-huh. now let's see. 11 hours, 15, 9 more, 8, 7, swim, swim, at 34. Oh my God. At 34. Sometimes, what did God do? You just woke up. We now we know that you are so irresponsible when it comes to checking your water in your car. We know you. But this, when you gave the seed in the morning, 
Something that something that sometimes tells you that something BBM said, and then the main check him a water. Okay, and then she only cared. And you were even late that day. And ordinarily, you should not, even your normal self, you won't check. And when you are early, you won't check. And you are late, and still something press you. You check for the water and you check and you saw that empty tank. How much is engine? Did you give as much as the engine? Maybe God would have caught fire and bent you down. When you are bent down, are you talking about your offering? But look at how God saved you an engine. You are still looking for money. He has given you the money now. You are counting hours for him. You forgot that in the morning he just he just instructed you. Look at the engine. You gave a seed, and you were sleeping on when something woke you up, and he said, "Where's my child?" You started shouting, "Kwame, Kwame, Kwame, Kwame!" You went, and the child was standing in the fridge. I was taking iodine. He's about to drink iodine. He said, hey! Wow. Or kerosene. Or something poisonous. Or he has even lighted matches on a gas. To, 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 he has seen people do it. He's also doing it. He's not a human being. <laughs> he said, hey! Stop this! Move away! He settled everything. You don't know that that one is more valuable in payment to what you have given. You can't see it. You are unable to see it. All the time for you is a lottery. Sure banker. Mitchell 3, 55, 51. It's a banker to banker. And he appear me here. Indeed, I say your boss had two numbers. Next, I boom one. That's why it doesn't work that way. That's why be confident, because there is a reward for your confidence. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed this morning? Tell somebody confidence does not mean there will not be bad circumstances. But the confidence of your faith means that even in the bad circumstances, you can still be walking with boldness in your chest, in your heart. I know that the end has already come. The fig tree may not blossom, but the Lord is my strength. He is causing my feet to be like the highest feet. And I will walk in my high places. I'm not seeing what I want to see, but I know it's going to happen. Tell somebody, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. That is going to happen. I'm telling you. Sometimes when you give first fruit now, your girlfriend will now divorce you now. Or is it divorce? They will break up with you. You gave her. Is it? And sometimes, please sit. Sometimes, eh, a good step will result in a naturally bad reaction. Naturally, 
You just went to prayer when you went home. But because you are the complaining type and the visual type, the sensual type in your mind, but God has not. He will be sitting there, he will be laughing. Ah, what an ignorant fellow. Ignorant. Walking in his ignorance. Look at that. When we go to heaven, when God opens up some files to us, eh? Wow. You prayed that when he went out, the guy said, let's break up. Oh. After this, no shame all night. No shame. Oh. You went now, the girl said. Or the guy said, you just ask, so when is the wedding? Because you heard that shame is non-performance. You need to perform. He said, look, because I've been thinking about discussing something with you. I think it's over between us. <laughs> what a shame. But in the agenda of God, he's just shutting one door to open a better door for you. Now, we don't say bad things should come on. But assuming you were even robbed <coughs> and the robbery became very traumatic for you. The point is, do you want to lose confidence in God? For all you know, these armed robbers, there is some some phone in your bag they have taken, which you were going to put on a charger and be listening to a call at the same time. In two weeks' time, pen it will blast your whole head. Arm robber has taken the phone. Why, Bonnie? <laughs> He's delivered you from becoming bald headed now as a woman, becoming bald headed and losing your ear. Look at this matter. We don't say evil should come. On. But there is a great deliverance that has happened without you knowing. Or they took some cash that made you to go into fasting. Because when tell one say, Why I'm robber? And whilst you were fasting, God gave you another direction. Because in your comfortable zone, you, you don't hear well, you don't follow well. You became traumatic. You stayed home for three weeks without engaging with a lot of people because the thing was very bad. And because of that, you didn't relate in the frequency you normally do. That is how God saved you from an accident. That we know that two weeks from the time you were robbed, you and your friend were supposed to be in a car and you were the reason why an accident should happen. But because you were down, you stayed home. And you didn't go. And because you didn't go, Satan didn't find you. Accident didn't come. Just somebody walk in confidence. I can't hear you at all. So walk in confidence. Armed robbers came. They took whatever they took. Some people, they didn't only take the thing. No. They raped them. They beat them. They maimed them. Some of them, they cut their tongues so that they will not be able to speak to describe who they are. You, 
They just showed you some gun crowd without bullet in it. And then you feel like God, how did you allow? Look, shut up there. As we are talking like that, four people were busily raping one girl in India. Collecting something in her bag. Intense. Your own. They just collected whatever and they ran away. God just sacked them from the house. Without them recognizing how fresh your body is. This morning, you have to give an offering for that. We are going to wave our first fruit. God wants you to walk in confidence. In what? Talk to me. In what? Confidence. That this thing that I have done by way of covenant, it works. And I'm going to have results and testimonies in diverse ways. Eyes have not seen. Ear has not heard. It has not entered into the heart of any man what God has prepared. The Lord has already prepared. You need confidence. Praise the Lord. I was watching um, a television program. It's it's a church service and a woman was giving testimony about how the the son bought ticket for this woman. is an illiterate Nigerian to go and visit the son where the son was. And as she entered into the plane, they serve her food. She said she won't eat. <laughs> that she thought that she must pay. Business class. So she says she won't eat. Then the Igbo said, no. It's already the ticket has paid for his hair. <laughs> Some of you, that thing has been prepared for you. The confidence even to take what has been served. It's not there. Because your mind is working in a negative way. Tell somebody God has prepared already. Just go confidently and partake. Praise the Lord. It's been prepared. The marriage has been prepared. Children have been prepared. Blessings have been prepared. Just walk into it confidently. Just what? Come on now. Just what? Walk into it. One of the guys here was escorting a, a lady to uh, um, some graduation. I think two two people from families were invited, and it's a tight institution. jail. So the guy went, you know, as he went, he didn't have the invitation. The lady's parents were coming, but the guy is tall, fine, dresses nice. Guy just walk like that. Open sesame. Confidence, eh? Confidence. They didn't ask him one word. Because they know that if you are not invited, you won't even try. But confidence. That they didn't even put anybody there to, to check. Because they know you won't come. The public will not try with this institution. She just walked, went and sat there. Like that. Slot was created for him because of confidence. When you don't have confidence, you don't have any space in the spirit realm for your testimony. No space. 
And even if the thing is going negative, let your confidence make it stay positive. Don't you see when you are on board a flight, whilst you are shaking in your bone, <laughs> there's a flight, they said, the, the, the thing was so turbulent. Somebody was almost throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. So the, the pilot's door opened. Bam! And the passenger saw the pilot sipping a drink. Calmly sitting down, just taking a, 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 a fruit juice. Wow. And they were chatting. So why am I killing myself? <laughs> the pilot, they are chatting, drinking. Cheers. You are there killing yourself. What's the difference between the passenger and the pilot? The pilot knows the end of the matter. The machine has read out this turbulence is in this degree. It will end in the next two minutes, five minutes. It will be like this, like that, like that, like that. So they are not bothered. But you, you started saying, Our Father, with the sign of the cross, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That cannot, I don't know that kind of prayer. There's no power in it. Okay, let's rise. <laughs> clap for the Lord here. I said clap for the Lord. Tell somebody this month, walk in the confidence of your faith. The contract will come. Just keep going and keep talking about it. It will come. Don't say somebody came and said, no, there's another competitor. No, keep your confidence. There's a scripture I will, I will tell the second, second um, service people say, keep the end, the beginning and the end of your confidence. Keep it. Hold on to it. Your confidence has great recognition. Days are 7 a.m. for the first service at 9.30 a.m. for the second service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experience in Jesus, birth in ministries.